Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. This is episode 99. Yeah. We are one episode away from triple digis. Digis. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. So between episodes 100 and 104, which is our two-year anniversary, Mm -hmm. uh, I have a guest lined up every week. Hell yeah. The most exciting guest, I think, a brand new one next week, but uh, I'm like 80% sure he's going to show up. (laughs) because <laughs> he's on tv every single week okay and he's kind of flaky <laughs> and anything i've done with him before in the past he's been kind of flaky. but I, I'm, I'm, I got a good feeling that next week's gonna be a really interesting fucking episode nice but let's hop into this one we're still on the new zealand charts Woo! so Thanks, that's guys. good it's i think the formula is like when we're on fire they listen yeah and when they're on fire they don't yeah. uh uh we got an email Word. Uh, it was uh, titled Advertising Opportunity, <laughs> which I've been sending out a bunch of like ad feelers to companies lately. Word. Um, but it was for me to give them money. <laughs> it so, was so not what <laughs> the way we were hoping for. Right. But like the title was exactly like what I've been sending to people. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this must be a re colon back to me. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, but no, this was someone who wants me to invest in their short film. Form. <laughs> I like it because it's like, hey, I've got this short movie and it's gotten a bunch of laurels, but now I'm broke. So if you want a producer credit, I'll sell it to you for 250 bucks. Oh, fun. But I'm like, I do want a producer credit. And I do like laurels, <laughs> but uh, I don't have a job right now. <laughs> so I normally would have. <laughs> Uh, no new reviews, but we have a new Patreon subscriber. Hey! That's exciting. Uh, this is our first $1 tier Patreon subscriber. Woo! And I learned something very interesting about the dollar tier. Yeah. So when you set up your Patreon, they say, hey, we recommend you do $3 or higher for your first tier. I'm like, okay. don't tell me what the fuck to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> because the way it's set up with after like they take sales tax and they take their cut... When you have a dollar subscriber, you get 37 cents. <laughs> so Patreon's making making more than we are. Right. And I think uh, you said at some point, like, oh, so she's really the, the Patreon subscriber to Patreon. Yes. And we get a little cut. Yeah. Uh, but I stick by my dollar idea. I think it's funny. We just need several thousand of them, which will make yes. Patreon happy, will make us happy. Yeah. But may we appreciate your dollar or yeah, your 37 absolutely. cents. And uh, as promised, in this tier, you get a fake biography from May. Yes. So I want to tr- introduce everybody listening to May. Yeah. So May <laughs> is a seasoned phlebotomist. Ooh. And I don't mean that she's been doing it a long time. I mean that <laughs> May seasons up before she goes outside every day. Okay. A little paprika, <laughs> a little chili powder, <laughs> little tweaks each day. Because although she may spend her professional days squeezing blood out of people as if we were talking yogurt tubes, her real passion is in Texas dry rubs. Ooh. So every day she seasons her left arm before going out to work. And she takes little smells or tastes to perfect her dry rub recipe every single day. I take it she's right-handed. I don't know. I didn't ask her in the biography. In her childhood, May showed great talents in both music and mathematics, becoming the youngest person ever to play Flight of the Bumblebee blindfolded on a cello with no mistakes at 11 years old. May has three cats, one slow walrus, and a spider lives in her bathroom, but sadly the spider pays no rent. 
So that's me, everyone. Welcome to our Patreon club. We now have six Thank supporters. You. Thank you for your 37 cents. It is much appreciated. All right, let's hop in. Uh, this is the first week in mm-hmm. five months, oh. I can say, oh. Box Office Mojo. Oh, shit. Because we now like theaters are open. Numbers. Yeah. yeah. So, Dan, oh, what, what do you think the number one movie in America this weekend was? Uh, oh, shit. Is it... Oh, New Mutants doesn't start until the next weekend, does Correct. it? Shit. Uh, is it unhinged? It is unhinged. Hey! $4 million. The most okay. the movie's made since the beginning like, of COVID. Yeah, so last week we were waiting to break the million yeah. mark, so hey, we did that. Yeah. What do you think the number two movie in America is? <laughs> is it the, uh, the, 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 the Dave Franco movie? No. Oh. But you're on the right track. It was a new release, just newer than the Dave Franco one. Oh, I forget. what. Uh... SpongeBob, Sponge on the oh, Road. that's right. Yeah, Now, yeah, yeah. that one only made 550 k so that's Ooh. a big difference percentage wise yeah. yeah but I, I feel like a lot of people like if you're gonna take your kids to go see it you've done it sure you're like uh, all right you get like, this one and then we're watching first if i'm going to theater maybe i won't times. risk my kid's life i'll risk my own to go <laughs> see unhinged but not my child's to see spongebob yeah uh, now that box office mojo's back up i got to see what the number one movie for all of 2020 was both domestic oh, and foreign shit. but it's the same movie so domestically, it made two hundred four million dollars worldwide, four hundred twenty-four million, which is super small. Biggest movie of twenty twenty. What was it, Dan? Was it Parasite? Does that count for this? No. This year, no. The um, all right. So if it wasn't that, it was Birds of Prey? Nope. <laughs> oh, it beat Birds of Prey. It sure did. Four twenty-four million worldwide. Everything feels like. It was yeah. Time years doesn't ago. mean anymore. Time Holy doesn't mean anything shit. anymore. Like if you could ask me, what was number one in my childhood? It feels about the same right. distance away. So like, it's, I'll tell you, it's not cats, but cats came out this year. Think about that. Oh man, I. It is like, bad boys for life. Holy shit! The really? number one movie of twenty twenty <laughs> so far. All right. Okay, so now let's get into it. So there's not a lot Will Smith's of Smith's back on top, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Saying it's just like your childhood. <laughs> yeah. Will Smith, number one. Okay, so we don't have a lot of COVID news this week, which is you know the antithesis of last week, which was all COVID. <laughs> yeah. This week, every news site was talking about DC fandom, and if you're oh, not familiar, yes. oh, DC fandom like, mm, is like new yeah, new things. Num 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 Very num, tasty, num, tasty, <laughs> yeah. tasty, lots tasty of new things. Little nuggets <laughs> falling out the backside of a cat just to <laughs> shove into your own mouth. Trailers that say in theaters only, and yeah. they actually might mean it. <laughs> sure. So DC fandom is a lot like D twenty three, or it's like it's the DC yes. studios idea of like here is our convention where we're going to talk about all the things that are going to be coming out in the recent future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they're like, fuck it. If we're going to do maybe. it online, then we might as well do our own thing. Sure. Rather than doing all of the same amount of production for like a Comic-Con or somebody else's thing. Now, there were four main trailers that came out of this. <laughs> yes. So spread over like an entire day, too. It sure. was like kept rolling out and rolling out. So here's what I'm going to say uh, to everyone listening. If you don't give a shit about DC movies, skip ahead like <laughs> half an hour. 
Because we're going to talk a lot, not a half hour, maybe 20 minutes. We're going to talk a lot about this yeah. for a second. I, I'd I'm say we'll put down. the time code in the description, but we're we not going to. I'm not going to do it. You're lucky I upload the motherfucker. So, <laughs> it's uh, free podcast. Yeah. <laughs> except for to our Ex- patrons. Yeah, except for patrons. You. you text me, I'll tell you when the time code is. All right, yeah. so here, let's just jump into it. Uh, Snyder Cut trailer dropped, and mm-hmm. I went back and I started, like, I started listing and I stopped because it was too many. How many episodes I said the Snyder Cut will never happen <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah for almost two oh, years i've which said I this will never happen agreed it was never gonna yeah. happen <laughs> so here we are now with a trailer for the motherfucker yep full of new footage well right new as in pretty not, not used the during the theatrical cut yeah so like i likened this in a conversation with someone of like okay i passed into an alternate dimension and this is what that movie was <laughs> yes and everything else in the dimension is the exact same unfortunately yep but here we are uh it looks great uh i had uh, i'm excited to announce there's no booyah in the in the snyder cut the whole uh, movie will not have cyborg saying booyah because that actor was not, not happy Oh, because it's like that's Cyborg's thing. But, I know, but right. the actor did not want to fucking say booyah. Right. He said it's cartoonish and stupid. I agree. Um, the only thing I did not like is I did not like the look of Dark Side. No, I'm happy Dark Side's mm. in it. I'd rather have a bad Dark Side than no Dark Side. But I don't like he's topless and shredded and he's got this big weapon. But yeah. Dark Side is not like a barbarian. He is royalty. He's always been very calm. When he gets mm-hmm. angry, it's a big fucking deal. He's usually. Yeah clothed regally with his arms behind his back he's usually um a demure for a better term yeah Uh, this guy looked like he just like another gray animated piece of shit from the dc (laughs) universe um would you like yeah as a i mean as i i tend to be on more of the marvel side of um what what i go to to uh to read and watch Mm -hmm. um not that i don't enjoy dc stuff i just tend to gravitate more towards the marvel side of things but so coming from that perspective i actually really like the look of dark side but i could totally get where you're coming from oh it's like if it's not part of the the character's sort of total feel right it's like like it's like they presented us is that thanos wearing a loincloth screaming at the top of his lungs and just like smashing people with his fists like a hulk yeah it doesn't make sense to me yeah but we also have a batman who's branding people in the shoulder we've got a superman who's snapping the neck of his one three other i would argue you can find both those things in comic (laughs) books but you cannot find a barbarian dark side okay a dark dark side's always kind of been that's kind of like the the yeah, it's, the chilling it's effect also of him as he's so very calm. possible that it's also another dream scenario. I don't that, think like, so because of the tinting. And I watched a video about this that like the nightmare uh, it was a little more like a sepia tone kind of yeah, thing. That this mm. this is more in the 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 color tone of the entire. Movie. Yeah. Although wait, was the dream sequence from Batman v Superman? Yes. Okay, so that was definitely was Zack Snyder's. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay, there's a really good that. breakdown. I'll send it to you. Yeah. I was um, going to say, because if it was like a, a Joss Whedon, you know, style change, that's right. one thing. But if it's it's Zack Snyder doing both. Then, no, okay. it's very on purpose. Okay. Other than that, I like the trailer. Uh, they reuse that Leonard Cohen version of Hallelujah. Yeah, apparently, the story behind that, I don't know if it's true or not. I haven't huh. seen it um, said again. But uh, I saw in a comment somewhere 
that it was his daughter's favorite song. Oh. And that's why he used it. I saw an interview with Leonard Cohen that's like, please stop using this fucking song in movies. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get it. Thank you for listening to this song, but please stop fucking using it. Yeah. Also, uh, what's the guy that played uh, Night Owl in Watchmen? Is it Patrick Wilson? Is that his name? Uh, Dan, yes. Dan Wilson. Pat, Dan Patrick Wilson. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is like, oh, I know that song, which I think is funny because yeah. that's the song he fucks to in Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, no, I think it was it was his the daughter he lost her favorite song. I don't care like if it's a different song. Her, so, I don't know, <laughs> whatever. All right, moving on. Made a whole lot of people real hard. Sure, <laughs> so. sure. Uh, the Batman trailer dropped. Yes. Oh, and, and uh, just as a last note on the the uh, Snyder Cut trailer, yep. um, I I didn't really like the uh, f- the like square formatting from the little teaser that we got okay. of Wonder Woman like looking at a thing on yeah. the wall. Um, in context with a lot of other shots, uh, I'd like it a lot more. Yeah, because it's like I've never given a shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's as long as it was shot for that and like intended to be viewed in that thing. You know, all the shots are optimized for that square look. Like, I'm good. Sure. I'm, I'm sold into it. Yeah. All right. The Batman trailer dropped. Uh, this to me was the, uh, <laughs> the the big one. This was uh, the one that, that got my cockles going the yeah. most. Yeah. Talk about a fucking needle drop that probably cost a few shekels. Yeah. <laughs> Holy uh, the, shit. The other thing I like about it is that that movie's not done filming. Yeah, yeah, you know they've I mean? done like I think they said twenty five to maybe thirty percent, and there's of the a filming. lot of footage in this motherfucker already. <laughs> yeah, uh, it looks great. Um, I like the premise. I think Robert Pattinson is gonna make an amazing Batman. Yeah. My takeaway is the fact that he's using black paint on his eyes, and I fucking yes, and it doesn't love magically that. disappear when he's ready to take it off. Right. Yeah. So they kind of touch on this in Kick Ass, which I like when Big Daddy's, <laughs> yeah. husband. but like when you've seen Batman, like the Michael Keaton. Val Kilmer yeah. Batman's there's black paint around the eye so when oh, he puts yeah. the mask on you can't see the shading yeah I've, I've seen this shot going around lately too that there's one where uh where he takes off the the mask I uh, think it's in Batman Returns when he rips it off when he rips it off yeah. and it's literally a, a shot of him in the cowl with the makeup and then the next shot is him without with the cowl the without the makeup sure. and he tears it off and it looks so jarring yeah, <laughs> to sure. see like just the skin around the eyes before oh, he rips terrible. it off. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I agree. so I like that about it. Uh, I think this <laughs> movie is going to be a winner. Mm-hmm. I have, I've been one of those that mocked the choice of Robert Pattinson. Uh, yeah. I, I was like, you know what? I didn't think Heath Ledger was going to be good right. and fuck me. So right. <laughs> I, I, I turned my, I turned the, the, the tone on Robert Pattinson after the lighthouse came out because mm. I could see him playing dark and like yeah. crazy a lot. Uh, someone pointed out to me that like in every shot, he looks super pissed off. Like mm. this Batman is whether it's like seething inside or seething outside. He is always a level of angry. Yeah. I yeah. Cause this is supposed to be like a year two. Yeah. Young. Like he's, he's not just starting out. He's not putting his suit together for the first time, but he's still got that fresh vengeance in his mm. blood. I read an article. He wants to punch crime in the face. Yeah. I read an article <laughs> about that suit. How, like 
uh, he like he was instrumental in like helping make it, and like mm. they they made it less to look good, made it more functional. Like, yeah, can he actually fight in this? They made sure that he could piss while wearing it. <laughs> yeah, that's the the first one. Apparently, every Batman tells the next Batman to make sure you could pee, pee in the suit, and right. none of them have gotten so it. Now he can piss in it. <laughs> and it's also always damaged. He said that this is a young Batman that has built the suit himself, mm. and like is still kind of working out the kink. So like, yeah, it's you're always gonna see scratch and dense in it you're never gonna see it nice yeah i like that yeah any of the new pieces is because an old one failed and this is the new version of that like elbow pad or whatever yeah oh i really like that yeah yeah a little um, more of the detective brain of like tweaking things little by little to weed out the best you know thing Uh, super jarring to see colin farrell as penguin Oh yeah, he looks who looks crazed. super like a character actor from TV in the nineties. Really I forget what his name is, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, um, yeah, he he just looks you know very pale and jolly. Apparently, this is a penguin who is not a crime boss yet. This is him. Yeah, beginning. And he doesn't his like the term the penguin. Oh, of course not. Yeah, yeah. he's like sure. I think they said uh, he prefers to be called Oz. And right, and sure. hates the term the penguin I like at the that. moment. Yeah, uh, we saw a little bit of a Catwoman. It's like mm-hmm. a ski mask with the eyes ripped out, but two little yeah, cat which ears. Yeah, totally makes sense for like the year two concept kind of too, because it's just like just wearing a, like a balaclava that with like just subtle hints of ears underneath sure. it, kind of thing. Um, right, like she probably doesn't even think yeah. of Catwoman yet until she meets a Batman. She's like, oh, I could probably fucking do that. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. Uh, not much else to say that other than it just looks good. Yeah, they said there was a there's a guy there's a couple of shots of somebody who people were trying to figure out who the hell it was, mm-hmm. um, at like a press conference and like Gordon's next to him, right? And apparently it's a new character for mayor, this movie. Right? It's it's the commissioner, I think. Oh, okay. Um, who is supposedly who is supposed to be like super you know corrupt and maybe in with the mob and all of that and the um there's gonna be a prequel season of a show about that commissioner about that whole commissioner and the uh, gotham police department i like that yeah uh i think jeffrey wright is a perfect commissioner gordon oh my god as soon as he comes on the screen with that mustache it's perfect yeah like, uh, <laughs> so good. I loved Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. I wasn't crazy about J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Uh, but I do like Jeffrey Wright pretty uh, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next movie is Suicide Squad. They're calling this the Roll Call trailer. Uh, the Suicide Squad. Sorry, the Suicide Squad. <laughs> Not to be confused with Su- Academy Award winning. <laughs> right. Suicide Squad. Gross. Uh, <laughs> so. They call it the roll call trailer because it's basically just all the characters. Yeah. And boy, did it just there's keep like fucking, fucking going. 30 of them. I was expecting at most eight. And there's like, what, 20 some like, characters. Not like the villain or side characters. Like, these are all people on the Suicide Squad. Sure. I forget the character, there's... the comic character that Nathan Fillion's playing, but apparently he's like an <laughs> asshole Captain America. And I like that a lot. Yeah, there's uh, uh, John Cena. No, it's John Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing, was it the Peacemaker? Yeah, I think. something like that. Yeah. 
yeah, it's like doing uh, doing amazing. everything for peace, no matter how many people he needs to kill. To yeah, get he's it. the asshole Captain America. <laughs> yeah. uh, King Shark looks fucking good. Yeah, Everyone which apparently good. is Steve Agee is uh, voicing King Shark. So oh. I don't know who Taika Waititi is doing. Got it. Because they didn't bummer. show him, but they said his name at the end. Sean Gunn is Weasel. I love. <laughs> yeah, just finally like, gets to use his own weird voice. fucking looking <laughs> overgrown yeah. Weasel. Top to bottom, ten out of ten. I love that Captain Boomerang yes. is back. Uh, they, there's a, a Doctor Who. Peter Capaldi is playing yeah. the thinker. Uh, polka dot so man. Good. Polka dot polka man. Dot like, man. The craziest shit. Like I'm surprised like, there was no condiment king. Like, yeah, right. It was like, oh yeah, no, I totally understand. Like, why James Gunn did this and why like Taika Waititi's involved at all. Sure, <laughs> it's just it top silly and awesome. And uh, James Gunn was saying that it's the um, it's like the biggest movie he's ever done and he's already done two guardians of the galaxies which were pretty deal. fucking epic in scope themselves sure so uh, yeah i'm excited for this we don't then. have a, a real trailer yet we just got all the characters but it was enough to keep us mm-hmm. interested Nothing. yeah a little behind the scenes kind of yeah. footage as well and then uh, the last trailer they showed was the Wonder Woman 84 trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which and, they uh, finally actually had on the bottom Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. It's not just WW84. Yeah. Which I, I like to refer to it that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zack Snyder actually said in an interview recently with Gal Gadot that, um, it was, that Patty Jenkins did an amazing job. The film is amazing. Oh, because Patty Jenkins gets shit done. All I can say is, of course she did. That doesn't even need to be said at this point. In fact, I got a brand new pop... Uh, Funko Pop figure yeah. of Patty Jenkins. Yeah. I'll put a picture right. on the Facebook. It's my new favorite <laughs> Funko because she gets shit done. Hell All right, yeah. now here's some other things we learned from Fandom. Didn't see necessarily footage of. Mm. One, there is a Static Shock movie in development. And okay, you, I am a really big fan of the Static Shock cartoon show, so <laughs> I'm really hype about that. Word. Two, Shazam Two has a title, and it is Shazam Two: Fury of the Gods. Okay. Not sure if they're he's gonna fight the gods or yeah, maybe well, they're like I mean there's like seven of them. So. Maybe the gods are pissed off that he got all these powers and he goes lightning with my hands and he's just <laughs> yeah. fucking around with the powers. Yeah, maybe he wasn't like supposed to give them out to other people. Right. So it could be all <laughs> like, sorts hey, of reasons. Hey, there's one. Those are <laughs> all our it. powers. Uh, and going with that, we got our first image of Black Adam. Yeah. The rock looks great as Black Adam. Yeah, a little voiceover from The Rock. Yeah. Over we, like a sort of motion graphic kind yeah. of style. And we confirmed art. two things. The one, mm-hmm. Hawkwoman is not in this movie, mm-hmm. even though originally she was slated to be in the movie. Yeah. And then uh, we confirmed that this movie will take place in the modern DCEU not in the past. Originally, everyone Word. thought it's going to be an origin story. It's not. Yeah. This is 5,000 years after his imprisonment. Okay. So maybe or, they'll do like a, um, like how Black Panther just did like a sort of animatic opening that was like, that'd be great. Yeah. Here's, here's Wakanda and this is vibranium and stuff happened and sure. now we're in modern day. God, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. And now let's talk about The Flash. <laughs> and there's a lot to say about this. Yes, there, there okay. is a lot. So, what? Here's my disclaimer. <laughs> I'm excited about the movie The Flash. Yes. I'm going to see the movie The Flash. Yes. None of this takes away from the fact that Ezra Miller is a piece of shit. Correct. And, uh, you know, if he got COVID, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> that's my whole thing I don't necessarily want him to die but I want him to suffer a little I want yeah. him to have lasting complications in his life because yeah. as a reminder Ezra Miller choked a young woman mm-hmm. and spit a on her 
fan. A fan. Threw her on the ground, choked her, and spit on her. Yeah. And that's only the shit that has been caught on tape. He is probably not a good dude. Yeah. So, or that is, or is having some problems and maybe needs to figure them out out of the spotlight sure. for a while. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, here's something we learned about The Flash. It is very much a multiverse movie and in fact mm-hmm. the director um, yeah this this is like the the thing that actually makes me excited for new dc movies sure is that they're tying they everything tried together. yeah they tried doing the marvel equation which was a shared universe yeah but the strength of dc is that they've been doing this shit great for so long right that and then like, bad for like so the cw shows yeah where they did the infinite crisis where they were just like, everything counts. Everything that we've done is part of the multiverse. Right. And they're all, they might all cross over at some point because, and in fact, in the comics that happens the most often and they reset their universe by having all the, the multiverses crash. Yeah. I think what Marvel's maybe done that once with like secret wars, to get rid of the ultimate they've universe. They've done a lot in recent history, but maybe yeah, here or there. But it's it's more DC's thing. Right. Of, so, of saying there are all of these universes and here, they all are. Here's what's up with the Flash. Yeah. One, they've added in Batfleck, and that is such yes, a gigantic re-signed Ben Affleck to do Batman the, it stuff is such again. Such a gigantic huge bombshell because we all yeah. thought he was done. Now here's oh, some yeah. things about that. One, he is not just gonna be be Bruce Wayne, he will absolutely suit up and be Batman in this film. Two, uh, he is uh, quote, having a substantial role and is also the emotional core of the story, they said, not Barry, which makes me think that they are probably, in this Flash movie, taking less and less screen time for the Flash, which is smart, because again, Ezra Miller is a piece of shit. It also makes me think that they're gonna do the note storyline, because (laughs) rumored, not confirmed, but kind of was it tongue-in-cheek said, (laughs) Jeffrey Dean Morgan is going to be in this movie. Okay. And because it's Flashpoint based, yeah. kind of, we have to assume that Jeffrey Dean yeah, Morgan will be Batman. Thomas Wayne, Batman. And in that this story of Flashpoint, he like writes a letter to Bruce for Barry to take back to his mm. universe with him. I think that's the emotional core they're talking about. Okay. Now, um, all of this uh, is uh, is also kind of overshadowed to me because <laughs> the Flash from the CW show is going to be in this movie as well. Is he gonna be in it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't heard that. I thought that yeah. I, I yeah, I'd heard that the the crossover uh scene that they filmed together was canon in not only in is it canon, it, but and we it's find where out he got his name. name. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like the flash. Like, what the fuck what, is the what flash? Is that? <laughs> yeah. That's how he takes that name, but no, uh, it is announced this guy is hundred percent going to be in the movie. We'll see multiple flashes. That's and we will cool. see, probably see three different Batmans. Keaton, yeah. Uh, Tom, Thomas D. Morgan is that his name? That is Jeffrey D. Morgan. Uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan, Thomas Wayne, and, and, and then Batfleck. Batfleck. Yeah. Uh, I think personally mm. that we are going to see Robert Pattinson in this movie. They have not announced it. It has not been rumored. That is my. Theory. Oh yeah, they'd be stupid not to, especially if they're back in production, right? And like they've got all they the stuff. Just throw now, a green screen behind them sure. and yeah send over the footage uh yeah, yeah, yeah. flash is gonna have a new suit that will have been built by batflex uh bruce yes, wayne which hmm. uh, the concept art uh-huh. had a batman behind the flash as the like the new sure. outfit as they mm-hmm. were saying that the that, batman yeah. helped him you know uh design it mm-hmm. and in the concept art with the Batman behind him, that it looks very much like the Keaton Batman. Oh, I like so that. So I think when they were doing the concept art, 
they had either they assumed and hadn't even reached out yet. Sure. They just assumed Affleck was not going to be involved. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, a more recent thing that he was coming so back. That news dropped five days ago. Yeah, it was uh, it was on the. Uh, and they said that he'd only signed up well. days earlier at that. Point. Oh wow! So we yeah. were well within two weeks of them knowing that he's even going to be in the movie. So Barbara Muschietti, who is the producer of the film, mm-hmm. uh, put out a statement saying that she was caught completely by surprise by Batflex enthusiasm. Wow. Yeah. Apparently so, he's just in a way better like mental space. Right. Now. That, that's what she said. Like, yeah. Was like a different he was spot. going through like a not good marriage and a divorce sure. and like doing but also, a lot of shit. Remember his, how yeah. sad he was when yeah. Batman vs Superman failed. Like he had been working his yeah. whole life to be Batman. Look at how he got ripped. Yeah. And, Jack- well, and I think they'd been at that time. He was also going through his personal stuff and they were filming Justice League, which was sure. going apparently horribly behind the scenes, right. too. Right. Because Joss Whedon's a fucking. Yeah. Com- combined with like not getting great reviews on the movie you are now putting out. Like, yeah. So oof. all of that is to say now it's like. He gets his second shot because there's yeah. this renaissance as Justice League's about to come out. And yeah. if Justice League's a fucking banger, returns. people are going to be very excited for Batfleck. He might get his Batman movie. Yep. They're introducing a multiverse. Yep. But apparently he has a substantial part of this get, film. If they can get Keaton back like and, and he's good. Yeah. Another Keaton movie. So oh I my want God. my Batman Beyond movie. That's I mean, I if they're not going to do Batman Beyond now, maybe in 20 years, sure. Batfleck will want to do it. You know? If, if Keaton's too old or doesn't right. want to do it or, you know. When they say uh, emotional core of the film, I have to imagine that we're going to see the note thing. I also think that because he's going to get a note from his father, it's going to lighten up mm. Batfleck and he's going to stop killing people. Uh, it's gonna like so his Batman movie is gonna yeah. be about him reinventing himself. Yeah, we've we've to seen him kill. over the line. This will bring him back. I think that if we get the, an individual yeah. Batman movie with him, that's what it'll be about him finding his humanity again. Okay, okay moving and, on and being on a team with some super pals. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So we're now uh, at just about twenty nine minutes in the show. So now is when hey, we'll stop talking about, about right? DC. We're like twenty yeah. thirty minutes. Yeah. So somewhere in there. <laughs> okay. So Scott Derrickson. Mm-hmm. Director of Doctor Strange, yes, uh, and the Insidious movies, uh, put out a tweet that I thought was really interesting, and I saw three different articles about it. Mm. And the tweet was simply this: "Don't go see Tenant or any other movie in a theater." There, I said it. <gasps> uh, like, don't set the precedent, right? And it's not that he has mm. anything against Tenant. He is saying, "Don't it's go to theaters right now." Public safety. Now, yeah. now I want to point out that. This was the bravest tweet to ever have been tweeted. He is a film director who is trying to get movies made by major studios. And then all the major studios are like pressing to get this shit out there. So when he says there, I said it, I think he probably stared at this tweet for like seven hours. Yeah. If I just said this needs to be said. I bet you he's had also a lot of conversations with a lot of people behind the scenes that are like, oh, I'm not, there's no way you can sure. say that. There's like, no one out there saying, don't yeah. go see movies. Scott Derrickson is saying, don't go see fucking movies. It's brave. Yeah. It might hurt his career, but it's the right thing to do. Oh, so I like that. Yeah. So, uh, on wow. that note, Sonic the Hedgehog is coming back to theaters for a re-release as we're waiting for new releases. Yep. And to that, I pose the question. Who is willing to die for Sonic the Hedgehog? (laughs) 
for a re-release of a movie that got middling reviews. Re- release the human teeth cut. Oh, oh no. Re- release that cut. That'll bring some asses in the seats. Not mine. Again, like, they're, they're struggling to find content is, is the, why I bring this up. Yeah. So it's like, it's not even like the most inc- amazing, incredible film uh, experience of your life is going to happen. It's worth risking getting COVID over. Yeah, they're they're making stretches. They're like, mm. what can we bring back to get some people here? It's not worth going. On top of that, early reviews are out for Tenant, and they are very divided. Mm. They're saying that it's you know it's strange, kind of off putting. It's not paced correctly. Some oh, people weird. are like, it's amazing. It's a masterpiece. It's the best film you'll ever see. Yeah, but I expected it huh. to be. And maybe it's because there's so much pressure on this movie. It's been in the news for so long just based on when it's going to come out. And this was the movie that was supposed to be the flagpole for saying, you can come back to see film. And if that (laughs) movie fucking disappoints. Yeah. I mean, this had as much pressure on it, I would say, as Phantom Menace had. Yeah. I mean, like, you are expected to set a precedent. Yeah. yeah. Just like George Lucas was. Like, Christopher Nolan's like, you have to be the movie that everyone has to see so much they are willing to risk their lives to see it. And it it wasn't that. Now, it might be unfair pressure, or the movie just might be okay. Yeah. And um, I'm also uh, not... (laughs) Dude... I uh, hmm. I am not a medical professional. What? <laughs> Do not take what I'm about to say as gospel. Doctor. I read a thing yes. online yeah. <laughs> that said that, you um, uh, that it might be time to say that uh, COVID-19 can be uh, spread through aerosolizing, uh, which means airborne, yeah. which may account for why there are some super spreader events in places that are being held indoors while uh, protests and things that are outdoors and like the Sturgis rally um, haven't really spread the virus as much as you would think they would. Okay. So like the the Sturgis thing, all of the bikers being outside, they're Mm -hmm. not maybe spreading it, but as soon as they go into a party at a bar where you know a live music venue that's inside and everybody's breathing the same air okay so you're saying aerosolized in the way that's not just the water droplets yes it's the water droplets i thought it was already coming out of breath but you're saying it was that was the water droplets yeah yeah in the air exactly the air conditioners are picking it up yeah they're saying the water droplets is what only goes five or six feet before it hits the ground or you know three or four and then you're yeah it does if it's aerosolized it doesn't matter how close or far away you are if you're in the same room for long enough, mm-hmm. you're pretty much speaking yeah. of, uh, I just got my second COVID test yeah. because I'm going to a wedding on the fifth <laughs> and like smart. They like chop down the guest list from 105 to 15. Yep. Which is amazing, <laughs> but it is in a movie theater. I'm very excited. It's at the Paramount theater here in Austin. Mm. This is a gigantic, like 400 person theater. Yeah. Uh, so like, it's going to be the bride and the groom and the officiant on the stage and everyone else is going to be spread out. Yeah. So it's going to be like 12 people, 13 people yeah. spread out in this huge theater. I think that's pretty fucking <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. And hopefully like that is a good ratio for that space. I think the biggest theater in Texas. Yeah. So. But if you're, yeah, if you're trying to go just see a movie, yeah. In a room that's already had people in it several times and you're only, you know, one or two seats away from people, that's, that's still a lot of people in the same room. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. 
Like, now I, imagine. I think this podcast is firmly on Scott Derrickson's side. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, but now imagine don't go you see say, movies right now. fuck all that, I'm going to risk it, and you go and you catch COVID, mm-hmm. and you did it to watch Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. Yeah. Oh. Imagine. You just oh, fucked fuck. your life up for that. Yeah. All right. In better news, uh, Fantastic Beasts 3 and the Batman are both going to start filming in September again. Okay. So, uh, what, what, we got another week in this month. What, what's the date? Time doesn't have any meaning. Uh, yeah, so time week, is anomalous. Yeah, a week, the first is a it's week. The, so a week from now. Yeah. A week from now, films are really starting to get back to, to, to filming and what they're best at. Uh, I am excited for Fantastic Beasts 3 as much as I am any DC title mm-hmm. because I really like the Fantastic Beasts series. You're a Warner um, Brothers man. I, I am. <laughs> I love Harry Potter with a, mm-hmm. with a fiery fucking passion, but I think the Fantastic Beasts series are better movies mm. than the Harry Potter movies. That's just my two cents. Yeah. There's no follow-up. In funny filming news, Mm -hmm. so there is uh, Legendary Pictures. Okay. Has been working on this reboot of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sorry, not a reboot. It is a sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right. Uh, Now, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a cult classic. Yes. It is not... It is In in the aging of it, it has not become a very scary movie. There's not a lot of jump scares. Mm. At the time it came out, it was very scary. Now it's just kind of middling. Uh, A lot of its cult status has to do with how horrible the fucking filming was and the horror they actually put the cast through to to get the reactions and such. Yeah, yeah. It's like, a you know, Dio was metal and Dylan escape plan is also metal sure. <laughs> it's, yeah. one's a little harsher crazier than the other so yeah. now legendary pictures <laughs> is making the sequel in the same way that they took up the halloween sequels and like david gordon green came down from the heavens and said yes i will do this and made these, <laughs> this amazing halloween uh sequel and they're gonna keep making them and danny mcbride's helping write yeah, it, which yeah, is yeah. awesome yeah and these movies are great and they're like we're gonna do the same thing for texas chainsaw massacre there has been sequels that have been shitty nonsensical beings movies they're ignoring all that direct sequel to chainsaw massacre being filmed in bulgaria (laughs) not filmed in texas there are plenty of small towns where you could socially distance and film this the gas station they filmed texas chainsaw massacre at is 25 minutes from here in austin but we also have a masks in public order until december 15th in place sure Granted, that's that's the city, not right. the state. But I'm sure I if, in the yeah. country of Texas, you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> but I'm saying they could film at the original gas station. Yeah. And it sells barbecue, which is great. Hey, bonus. Right. So they're filming in Bulgaria, which on on its side is enough to piss me off. <laughs> yeah. But what tickles me is that they they tap this these indie film uh, directors, mm. these brothers, Ryan and Andy Toehill, to, to helm this. And it has been filming for one week, and they quit. Oh shit! So and like they are not <laughs> like legendary <fuck> Bulgaria. <laughs> That's my thought process. Like it has to be right. So something. So legendary pictures. The only thing they said is, how did they get people out of the country? Like we're not allowed to fly out anywhere. You're allowed to come back. Maybe they were already there for yeah. a while. So, or maybe it's one of like the three countries we're allowed to go. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the, all they're saying is creative differences. The brothers haven't mm-hmm. made a statement; just legendary pictures. That's what oh, everyone sure. says. Creative, yeah, differences. Yeah, creative differences. Like you, you could well, you could be a director <laughs> for legendary pictures. You could spit on the like the CEO, and you could pour sugar in the gas tank, yeah. and still say creative differences. Yeah, I'd I'd like to work for another entertainment company. <laughs> creative differences is the the equivalent of a politician saying, "I'm a, I need to spend time with my family," so I'm. <laughs> stepping down which really means there's some sort of terrible thing that you've done so 
all that's going. Now they've replaced him with David Blue Garcia, who is a uh, directed one thing, but uh, it was a movie name escapes me, but he got an, uh, an Emmy for it. Okay. Um, but he is a known cinematographer. And no, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's an Emmy. He's got a director Emmy. Uh, but right. he has been a cinematographer for most of his career, and he was a cinematographer of Bloodfest, written and directed by Owen Edgerton, friend uh, of the show. Okay, there we so, go. Uh, maybe we'll have a surprise, but Owen coming through, and he can tell us all about this guy and if he's going to fuck up in Bulgaria. Nice. But he's a <laughs> not only is a cinematographer, but he's a cinematographer who knows how to do horror, and now he's got the director's chair. Word. That's good. But I am dying to know what made these directors walk away yeah. in one week, and why the fuck wouldn't you just wait and do it in Texas? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, if you're gonna, if it's like, a direct sequel, movies, yeah, every location of that movie still exists in Texas. <laughs> there are tours yeah. that go and look at it. And not only that, but like, horror is notoriously supposed to be a low budget thing. Sure. So it's like you're going to fly crew and equipment out to Bulgaria, but then you're going to get there and be like, oh, no, we couldn't afford this prop. I am so fucking curious. <laughs> I'm like, well, why don't we just fucking do it in Texas and buy the nice prop? Like, so maybe if I ask Owen really, really nicely, he'll get us an interview with David Blue Garcia and I can ask him. Yeah. Uh, next piece of news. There is a John Belushi biopic coming out mm. uh, starring Adam Pally. Okay. The he's been a whole bunch of shows. He's a comedian, but a bunch of small stuff. Originally, they had, they had last year had asked this um, Broadway star to do it, but then they kind of said, "Fuck you, we're going with Adam Pally." Right. I like this idea because John Belushi's dead, and like every yes. <laughs> I don't there like that he's dead. Don't get me wrong. Don't, yeah, I don't like that he's dead. I like that we need biopics to people that are not still alive and may do something bigger in their lifetime or do yeah. something horrible in their lifetime. Yeah. Like again, like well, Jamie, one, one thing we're not great on is history. Maybe right. we could, uh, Jamie learn Fox, some more about people I keep who have bringing passed. It up, but Jamie Foxx doing the Mike Tyson biopic is stupid Yeah, because Mike Tyson might do another terrible thing or kill someone. Yeah. And it'll be punched an Eminem in a music video. Like sure. it's, <laughs> that's the, he's still working. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. So that's my point. But I like that it's happening and I'll watch a John Belushi biopic. Yeah. Time for some Dan news. Dan what do you news. Got? Uh, we hey. got some uh, people maybe listening to our podcast. Uh, some women are getting hired to direct things that look great. Good. Because Patty <laughs> Jenkins yeah. gets shit done. I have to imagine <laughs> that's not a fluke. Let's yeah, get some right? more women making shit. What Fuck do you got? Uh, so the first one I came across was uh, Olivia Wilde yeah. just signed a deal with Sony yeah. uh, to direct a... Uh, what the fuck are they calling it now? The oh, Sony, the, the yeah, the Sony uh Marvel characters universe, whatever the fuck their acronym is. Right. Um, a, a movie in their in the vein of Venom. It, yeah, in the vein of Venom stuff. Um, and right after they t- uh, somebody tweeted out the story of her signing, uh, she retweeted it with just the spider emoji. Oh, so people are like, oh, okay, so it's female-led Spider-Man adjacent. So we're thinking it's probably going to be Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman. Great, Love um, it. which would be fantastic. I would also be cool with um, uh, Cindy Moon Silk, okay, or a live-action uh, Spider Gwen. But we've had a Gwen Stacy thing. It's it's a different universe and it's you'd have I to like explain all of, of that spider woman my money's on spider gwen but wouldn't mm. it be awesome if it was madam web just out of nowhere oh just yeah stuck in a chair madam web what they do oh 
they have. I vaguely I, remember. Yeah, something vaguely about remember it. something about. I think it's that she's going to be into the Spider Verse. Was the was the news? Okay. Ah, shut up. We're doing a podcast. Oh, that's right. She's going to be in like the the sequel to Into the Spider Verse. That's what I heard. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense for that. But yeah, sure. I'm guessing. I'm hoping it's either Jessica Drew or Silk, but it makes the most sense because of Into the Spider Verse to do a Spider Gwen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, good move. Yeah. Nice job, Sony. And she's awesome. And she's awesome. And she's a great actress and she's a great director. Fucking A. She's more fucking of that. killing it on both sides and fucking hire more people like that. Sure. Because <laughs> they make good things. Uh, next one is Amy Poehler. Speaking yeah. of an actress who is doing uh, more directing these days, yeah. uh, is directing the Lucille Ball Desi Arnaz documentary. So it's not a biopic; it's a documentary about them. It's a documentary about both of them. Got yes. it. Got it. Yeah. Did you know that there would be no Star Trek without Lucy? I did, but I love this story. Yeah, she was a was it at CBS? She was a one of the executives uh, at what, that Paramount, point. I guess, back in was it? the day. And the, yeah, yeah. The, 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 they passed on Star Trek because they're like, oh, it's going to be too expensive to make. Yeah. And she's like, no, we're fucking doing it. We're making Star Trek. Yeah. There would be no. Yeah, she like walked down from Desilu Studios yeah. <laughs> like next door and was like, you guys are fucking idiots. We're doing the Star Without Trek Lucille show. Lucille Ball, there's no Star Trek. So fucking I hope yep. that's in there. Lucille Ball and Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> made <laughs> Star Trek oh, yeah, continue they, in, in like its best thing. Stay. Yeah. Uh, also, I I found out a whole bunch of weird shit about Dolly Parton recently. That you know she. Was oh like, yeah, she's uh, amazing. She's amazing, but she she's was one the of the best. producers of Buffy the Vampire the Slayer. She just wouldn't put her name on it. What the TV show? <laughs> I almost did a little spit take. Yeah. <laughs> she was one of the, the she was one of the billfolds for Buffy the Vampire Slayer the series. Oh, that's so awesome! Isn't that weird? That makes me really happy. Yeah. Go fucking dolly and the why the fuck do we need this file this week (laughs) here's a doozy from the studio making scream (laughs) five which is called project x entertainment which i cannot Mm. think of a better name for such a bland company yeah wasn't there a movie called project x that i never saw uh (laughs) a nutty professor reboot is in the works Now, The Nutty Professor, starring Mm -hmm. Eddie Murphy, Mm -hmm. is a reboot of The Nutty Professor, Mm -hmm. starring Jerry Lewis from 1963. Yes. We do not fucking need this. No. There was already uh, a reboot and a sequel. Let this fucking die. I'm sure even when they were making the Eddie Murphy one, they were just like, it's a Jerry Lewis vehicle. Like, why would you even... (laughs) Uh, We don't need this. It's stupid. I don't want it. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, let's let's maybe not make the same thing for the third time. Sure. And maybe hire some more women to make new things. I mean, it, we don't, <laughs> it might be a woman uh, making the Night Professor. We don't know. Yeah. Or someone who's non-binary. I don't know who's making it. All I just right. know I don't. whoever's making it, I don't fucking want it. Yeah, but you know what Patty Jenkins make? could be making this movie, <laughs> and I would say I don't fucking want it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Patty fucking Jenkins. <laughs> Okay. All right. But uh, every week we're going to end with news to lighten the moods. And I have two pieces of news. Now, like months ago, we we reported the basic premise of this movie was going to come out. Mm -hmm. And it's called, and now it has a title and a more fleshed out uh, idea of what's going to go on and a cast. So (laughs) the movie is going to be called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. (laughs) And it is a movie about Nicolas Cage, the person. (laughs) And the, it is about Nicolas Cage as a 
rundown actor who is now in tremendous debt, but keeps going inside his head and talking to his younger 90s action star self. So they're going to use that de-aging technology from the Irishman so that Nick Cage can talk to himself. But the other main character is a character called Javi, or Yavi, I'm not sure I pronounce it, who is a Nicolas Cage superfan, played by Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian over Martel, whoever you like. So good. So here's the write-up. Oh, and he's also in uh, Wonder Woman 84. He sure is. Yeah. So the unbearable weight of massive talent will follow Cage in quotes. Because it's oh always in quotes God. because it's not it's a characterization oh. of Nick Cage. But oh, I love it. Cage, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. reached mm-hmm. rock bottom, <laughs> fervently trying to lend a, land a role in the latest Quentin Tarantino film, <laughs> reconnect with his teenage daughter, and overcome horrendous debt. Cage will have internal conversation with a 90s movie star version of himself after Cage agrees to accept a million dollar offer to attend the birthday party of superfan Yavi. Chaos ensues, and the movie star must live up to his own legend. Oh my god. There is... No limit to the amount of money I would spend to watch this film. Like, I have gone back and forth so many times. Will I spend $30 to see Mulan? I would spend $80 to watch this fucking movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, this. Yeah, this. Of all of the uh, movies that could possibly cost $30 to watch at home, uh, this is the easiest spend. The unbearable weight (laughs) of massive talent. And lastly, this week in news... This is, I'm going to call this a rumor. I'm going to call this a wisp. I'm going to call this a... uh, A a, a little birdie? A little birdie. Because it came from footage on Twitter, but it's definitely Mm. genuine. Okay. And it's something that I hope comes to to pass. Okay. So in the last couple days, this footage came on Twitter (laughs) of Sasha Barra Cohen (laughs) dressed as Borat, downtown Los Angeles. He is in a beat up old yellow pickup truck, but it's a situation where it's a van pulling the pulling the truck like and it's a film crew inside the van so it's it's definitely Borat in a truck and it's being pulled like through a tow hitch with a film crew filming him driving around downtown LA we can only hope this is a sequel to Borat which is what the world fucking needs right now yeah oh fuck yeah, didn't he? He already did. He already tried doing a reboot of the, um, or I guess restart of the the Ollie G show. Oh, I don't know. I think so. So yeah, this, it makes sense that this would be uh, a sequel movie. I would love. This. I uh, quote that movie to this day so fucking often. Oh and yeah. Too many people scream my life. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, we it's need just a second ingrained board. in the culture. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a wisp. It may be a commercial. It may be an episode of Ali G show. It could be anything, but it might be a sequel <laughs> yeah. to Borat, <laughs> uh, and that would make me really happy. That is some good news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now imagine like in a sequel to Borat, a world where Borat is famous because of his documentary. Because you can't do the hidden camera thing anymore. If anyone sees him, people are going to scream Borat. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd have to be like a meta commentary. Sure. Yeah. That's what this uh, Jackass guys say. The reason they had, like, in the Jackass 3, they either have to be in another country or just do stunts. They can't do hidden camera stuff anymore. Oh, yeah, shit, like, at their, like, inside their production building or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Because everyone just fucks everything up by screaming Jackass guys. Yeah, or roller skating in the back of a semi-truck. That shit's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
God, they're getting old. One of them's Necessity die. is the mother of invention. <laughs> Place some restrictions on yourself. You're getting some yeah. weird shit. <laughs> All right, that's our show this week, guys. Please, please, please remember patreon.com slash five by five at the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Give us a dollar. Or 37 cents. 37? <laughs> uh, give us that money. Uh, preferably, yeah, $5. We'll talk about whatever you want for a dollar. We'll make up a background story for you like I did for May. But most importantly, give us some motherfucking money. <laughs> Police. We want to Please. buy new gear. Uh, thank you, Dan Richardson. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add? Uh, fucking wear a mask. Don't really go see movies right now. Yeah. Follow <laughs> Scott Derrickson's advice. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much to everyone listening. Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined, even though I know you're not. Email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, criticisms, or I guess to try to hit me up for money for producer credit for your short <laughs> film, which is already made and already was in uh, festivals and shit. <laughs> Find us on Facebook at 5 by 5 at the Movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire 5 by 5 network. We'll see you next week with another 5 by 5 at the Movies. Roll, Roll credits. credits.